This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everyone back to the post-game broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I am coming to you after UCLA's um, cool, uh, tough, um, bizarre uh, final loss of the season to uh, Pittsburgh in the Sun Bowl, 37-35. UCLA finishes 9-4. and um, Bizarre game. Uh, bizarre finish. Uh, UCLA went ahead 35-34 with 35 seconds left on the clock and somehow gave up a full field drive to um, lose the game with a field goal, uh, rushing three, I think, on the final play, if I, if I got my memory correct. Um, not tackling the quarterback. Uh, one of the Murphys just kind of dives in with his shoulder, doesn't tackle him. Who knows why? Um Setting up a field goal for the guy who was automatic all day, and he made it uh, to win 37-35. Um, so many things to take away from this. Um, first, I, I I said it pre-game. It's still kind of true. Pitt's not very good. Um, UCLA uh, absolutely just blew this game um, completely. Uh, there were four turnovers for UCLA, and, like, the first two, I mean, get into, like, individual blame. I, I'll do that in, like, writing. I, I don't think the first two were on Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I think the last one was. The kickoff turnover was awful. Um, but all of that, I, I think um, UCLA, each one of those turnovers, unless I'm forgetting something, uh, Dorian's two picks both happened going into the red zone. They were both in the red zone. Uh, so that's taking, you know, you can – you can assign points to positions on the field for UCLA, and that's probably taking an average of about mm, seven or eight points off the board for the Bruins, uh, minimum, probably more than that. Um, and then on the other end, uh, the kickoff return uh, that wasn't uh, set Pittsburgh up with a short drive um, at the 12, I think it was. And the um, the the third pick uh, set Pitt up with, I think, a drive that started around the 20. Um, these were all like point significant turnovers is my point. Like um, these weren't middle of the field, you know, just kind of a, a, these weren't like punt turnovers. These were, uh, yeah, these were turnovers that were going to lead directly to points. Um, and it really went against UCLA in this one. Uh, then that's, you know, kind of the story of it is just how much turnovers affected this game and how bizarre the turnovers were. Um, you know, there was the Sun Bowl effect at play, which was these high winds, the El Paso weather uh, that causes these insane kickoffs where 
it's not just the kickoff um, that was turned over. It was also the kickoff after that where they didn't field it because they thought it was going into the end zone, but it died right at the five. They have to just field it right there, and it sets Ethan Garbers up with a with when he first comes into the game. It's his first drive, and he sets up um, from the five. Not great, um, but there was just a lot of bizarre stuff going on. But um, the turnover fairy, if you will, was clearly on Pitt's side in this one. You know, UCLA throws two balls that hits receivers in the hands, and okay, whether or not you think they should have caught it. It's still crazy that the ball then immediately bounces into the pit player's hands. That's, you know, where we get into turnovers luck. Um, just, you know, the way the ball bounces sometimes, it's kind of weird. So that was, um, you know, it, the word is unfortunate. Um, but there was a lot of that. Uh, just UCLA being on the wrong end of bounces and being on the wrong end of um, <laughs> game-significant calls. Now, I'm not going to say UCLA didn't get a few calls in this one. Uh, I thought Matt Sykes should have been reviewed for targeting on the first play. Um, I thought uh, it should have been roughing the punter, not not running into the punter. Um, but the game-significant calls, um, which were Kamari Ramsey gets called for that P.I., which extends a Pittsburgh drive, and it was the worst P.I. call I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and then on Pittsburgh's, I think their penultimate drive, um, they get, there's the fumble where forward progress is stopped. Um, according to the refs, but in reality, and the shared existence that you and I have as observers and, and watchers of the world, his forward progress was not stopped. The ball was stripped well before anybody in any football game ever would have whistled the ball to be dead, and they didn't whistle it dead. Um, should have been a fumble. Um, should have been recovered, UCLA. Um, and then there was, on that same drive, I believe it was the same drive, uh, Pittsburgh... Um, quarterback Nick Patty drops back about 15 yards on a third and six um, and he's got heavy rush on him and he just throws it away problem for him is he was outside of the tackle box but he didn't get the ball to the line of scrimmage and there was no one in the vicinity and it's as if no one involved including the announcers knew the rule that the ball still does have to pass the line of scrimmage and it didn't uh, should have been intentional grounding, should have been setting up like a fourth and 24. Um, instead, it was a fourth and six. They converted um, and then scored on that drive. So there was just a lot of, of uh, referee bullshit. Um, sorry, excuse me. Uh, referee BS um, that was affecting the game. And then um, uh, just gong show turnovers, just stuff that, um, you know, that's just luck at the draw. Um it was, I mean, it, the way it, the way it turned out, pure meltdown, um, and that's that's unfortunate. If you look at the underlying stats of the game, it's all very interesting. So, Pittsburgh finished only with five more yards than UCLA, so relatively even game in the total yardage. But the important thing here is they had thirty more plays than UCLA and only had five more yards. UCLA. Um, was a significantly better offensive team in this game. Um, and it, I think when uh, they do the post-game win expectancies on this, I'm going to guess that UCLA in most scenarios would have been expected to win this game by like 10. Uh, instead, they lost by two. I'm guessing Pittsburgh's post-game win expectancy was probably in the 20% or lower range. Um, you wouldn't expect a game with these underlying stats for uh, UCLA to lose. Um so it, it took, you know, a lot of bad and unlucky turnovers and um, some weird hijinks with field position thanks to um, the wind and the kickoffs. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to this one. Um, you know, UCLA looked like it was – UCLA looked like it could do whatever it wanted more or less offensively in the first half and then really struggled to put anything together in the second half. Um, you know, what, what, how much of that was influenced by Dorian Thompson-Robinson? He got hurt, but when was he hurt? Who knows? Um, you know, was he just, you know, a, a little bit dinged up throughout the entire second half? Who knows? Um, but in the first half, they were doing whatever they wanted to this Pittsburgh defense. Um, and it felt at different points they should be up like three scores. But it was just all these different kind of weird events happening. Um, and Pittsburgh just kept putting up points. You know, they, 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 they were okay kicking field goals. They kicked five in this game. Um, but each time, you know, it, it – it, it, because they were able to start to put the clamps down on UCLA's offense in the second half, it actually did matter that they were continuing to chip away with points. Um, they really much, they really turned it into, you know, from what, remembering watching like um, Pat Narduzzi's mentor, uh, Mark D'Antonio's teams at Michigan State, it felt very much like a Michigan State game, one where uh, they just don't look very good, but it's like kind of weirdly effective. Um just this kind of junky style of play um, where they're just kind of dirtying up the game. And that's kind of what this one turned into. Um, defensively, uh, I thought UCLA, uh, UCLA was pretty bad for most of this game. you got to take into account, and as much as uh, the announcers like wanted to turn this into the Nick Patty show, he's not a very good quarterback. Their running backs are not very good. Um, you know, that Hammond guy is fine. He's not great. Um, and they wanted to make it into a, yeah, these guys are really good. They're not. Um, this was UCLA's defense looking really bad against a team that's probably offensively, uh, they're not quite as bad as Stanford, but they're not very good. Um, they should have been able to shut this team down. Um, the way the run defense looked through like the middle stretches of this game, I thought was egregiously bad. Um, the, the run fits from uh, Darius Musau really struggled in this game. Um, especially early, just picking the wrong lane. It, it just seemed like he was guessing and guessing wrong basically every time. It seemed like Pittsburgh's plan was to just kind of isolate him and target him both in the past game, but also just kind of, you know, try to confuse him a little bit with um, how you're setting up the run and just he, the way he picked wrong on seemingly every single run fit made me think it was Pitt doing something that was getting his eyes wrong. Um but it was, I mean, it was really bad. Um, and uh, I thought UCLA's defensive line didn't play particularly well after the first quarter or so. They were getting stood up constantly. Um, the secondary had, had fits and bursts of quality play. You know, the safeties, I thought, early on looked really good. Um, cornerback play, obviously, has, has not been good all year. Um, and there were a couple of big blown plays by corners. Um, the Patty early run, I have to rewatch the game because I didn't even catch who it was in real time, but the corner who was on the right side, as Patty is already like just sprinting down the field and everyone can see he has the ball, the corner hasn't become aware of that yet and runs across his face to go do something on the other side while the quarterback just runs through his vacated side of the field. Now, I'm not saying he would have made the play, but it wouldn't have been a 50-yard run or whatever it was. And then Hearn had the... Um, the uh, really, really rough play on um, uh, what's his face, uh, the whatever the pit receiver was, who um, caught the huge deep bomb on the second drive for Pitt um, that uh, I think hung in the air for about seven and a half seconds. Um, you, you shouldn't ever give up a catch on a ball that hangs in the air that long. Give up a pi. You know, like, I mean, if it's if it's in the air that long and you need to go interfere with the guy to get it done, get it done. 
But it, you should never give up a catch in that situation. But he kind of fell down, didn't recover fast enough. And, you know, watching the defense as a whole, I think the big thing that I came away with is they really can't even match up with Pitt athletically. Um, and that's that's distressing um, because Pitt is not, you know, this, this is not an offense full of world-class athletes. Um, but, you know, watching the linebacker struggle to get to the sideline against uh, these Pitt backs, um, watching, you know, the corners struggle to change direction against these Pitt receivers, it's just it was obvious and apparent that they were just, um, you know, Pitt had – Pitt had better talent um, on offense than UCLA had on defense. And if you look at Pittsburgh and you look at UCLA and their respective recruiting environments, that should never happen, ever, 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 ever. Um, but I think that's what happened in this game. Um, and, you know, the, schematically, I mean, we'll, we'll review more of that stuff. I thought um, – there was uh, a bit too much blitzing. Um, it seemed like every time UCLA did blitz, um, Pitt was able to do kind of some quick passing behind it. Um, the blitzing wasn't effective, again, going back to players. Um, but it also just seemed like they weren't um, they weren't well-timed. Uh, and then the edge rush, um, again, these guys are getting, are getting held a little bit, um, but... They're quitting mid-play to complain about holds. Um, you can't have that. Like, that's not – especially by the end of this game. There was a play – it was the one where um, – uh, well, I think it was the fumble, actually, where one of the Murphys uh, thinks he got held and stops playing to, like, throw his hands up and be like, what the heck? But the play's ongoing, and it's not ongoing downfield. It's ongoing right next to him. Um, and there's just uh, – yeah, you're getting held – but also, nobody on the in the edge rush is really doing that great at getting to the quarterback either. Um, and everyone holds; it happens all the time. Um, it's not something unique to UCLA that they never get a holding call. Um, so it's just, I don't know. Um, there's, I think there's talent deficiencies across the board defensively um, that have uh, reared their ugly head more and more over the course of the season. Um, and then uh, offensively, obviously not having Zach Charbonnet in this game was significant. T.J. Harden had a couple of really big runs. Uh, he had that huge run late that nearly, um, you know, it set up the the touchdown, and then he ran in the touchdown. Uh, that should have been the game-winning drive. Um, he played well. Uh, Keegan Jones did well catching the ball out of the backfield, didn't do great between the tackles. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there was just – there was a, a – a, a, um, a real absence there without Charbonnet. Um, you know, he, he probably, given the, de the depletion for Pittsburgh's defensive front, he probably could have run for 150 yards in this game. Um, and then uh, the receiving game, Cam Brown, obviously huge. Um, he had four big catches, uh, looked kind of electric, and TMA was great. Uh, that deep bomb that Dorian threw him in the first half, probably the best thrown ball of UCLA, of Thompson Robinson's career. One of the best catches I can remember in recent UCLA history. Um, you know, you usually don't see UCLA make those catches uh, contested, downfield, um, having to fall down for the ball. Um, that was some real receiver talent from him. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, uh, really disappointing finish to the season. Uh, I don't, again, and this isn't, uh, I'm not just trying to do confirmation bias. I didn't watch that game and thought and think that Pitt was very good either. Like, I wrote the preview and I predicted a UCLA three touchdown blowout. And frankly, the Pitt team I was kind of expecting showed up. 
It's just that UCLA uh, didn't. Uh, the UCLA team that I was expecting, it's not just that Charbonnet was out. I think if you watch that first half, UCLA was the much better team, uh, just fell apart in the second half um, and in a meltdowny kind of way. Um, and that's the story of the game. So UCLA finishes 9-4, and four, uh, pretty disappointing finish to the season, but, um, you know, it's still it's uh, it's still the best season that Chip Kelly's had at UCLA. Um, they made it to a bowl game uh, and uh, were a couple points away from winning it. So I guess you can take that to an extent, um, but obviously a disappointing finish uh, to the season, to Dorian Thompson Robinson's career at UCLA, to Zach Charbonnet's career at UCLA, and uh, that's all she wrote. All right, we're all going to enjoy some basketball tonight, right? Right. Talk to you soon.